0: So, Motorsports Hall of Fame inductee, Tommy Kendall, if you could summarize this lunch we just had in one word, what would it be? Free. <laughs>
1: Damn it. He's right. Uh, um, that's not my real one. Oh, uh, no, that's no, that's perfect. What's your real one? I would say it would probably be uh, meandering. <laughs> All right. Free Free is good. Free free's is pretty or, good. Or if you wanted to go ribald, it would be cock. It's <laughs> <laughs> like how you
0: say it with a whisper. Cock.
1: Uh, perfect. All right. I'll finish up. And now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman. Play Holder Radio
2: Center. I was driving.
3: Welcome to Dinner with Racers. My name is Ryan Eversley, alongside my co-host, Sean Heckman. And uh, we are about 100 miles out from our final
0: stop in Atlanta, where we are finally done with a 30-day voyage that took us 8,000 miles across 20 states in Ryan's lovely Acura MDX, shod on Continental Tires, of course. That's right. And uh, we have been traveling the country, meeting up with some of the coolest, most interesting people in racing. Having a meal with them and presenting that to you, the audience, for free, so you can in turn turn around and tell us we don't know what we're doing. Uh, but one guy who does know what he's doing, in fact, one guy who really doesn't need any further introduction than just his name, is none other than Tommy Kendall. Meow. All right, we're gonna start in five, four, three, two. See, I was secretly hoping you owned this Nissan Sentra because the last time I saw you in your I think it's home. a Maxima. Is that
3: a is
1: Maxima? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. yeah. All, he went all out. All right, yeah. Maxima. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> it was supposed. Hurt said it was going to be a Kia, but when I got to the uh, when I got to the slot, it was I might have grabbed the wrong car. <laughs> no, this is the upgrade. Thankfully, right? I did a I did a walk around. I don't always do that, but right. there's a big scratch on the deck and there's paint missing on the front bumper. I don't always do the walk around, sure, but yeah. thankfully. <laughs> As I you thought this, this one, time. Through. yeah. <laughs> um. Wow. Well, fun, 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 fun. Yeah, totally yeah, fun. It's the
3: most fun thing I've done this year.
1: Right. <sighs> um. <laughs> it sounded like a good idea.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually argued about it right before we left. It was like, hey, wait, how are we doing this? Yeah. Because I initially envisioned it being two trips: one of mm-hmm. the East Coast, one of the West Coast. And Sean's like, no. No, no, we're, we're going to do this it. in one big thing. And initially we were going to start in Florida, I mean uh-huh. you guys like right after Petite, And then I had a test for real time, so I had to go to Road America for a day. And that kind of threw us back a bit. So then it was like, all right, to make SEMA, because I leave for SEMA on Sunday afternoon, which mm-hmm. is two days from now, yeah. uh, I have to uh, basically, we had to get it all done as quick as possible. Right. So we were actually concerned that we wouldn't be on time or we'd fall behind and right. we wouldn't be able to do Florida at all. So fortunately it worked out. Yep. Yeah. yeah it worked just for you. Right. Yeah, it's
0: so all, well, it's my podcast. Yeah, it is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, wel- you, welcome to New Smyrna Beach. Well, I've never yeah, been here actually, before. Yeah, we've never been. We pulled in last night and then mm-hmm. just to walk this morning because we our hotel is literally walking distance. Oh, is it the Hampton right there? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah which that's, is nice. That um, seems like and it's clearly place. off-season yeah. because like there's it looks nice and it looks yeah. like it should be crowded, but there's nobody in there. Yeah, yeah. This is
1: the weird slack time. I always assumed Florida was... Winter only, sure. Yeah. But this this town is actually more of a summer town because Makes of Orlando. Sense. Okay, and so this is one of the Orlando beach towns, right? uh, okay. and so and it's the nicer one. You can't get to it from Daytona. Mm-hmm. The inlet's there, so the okay. crap doesn't so you can't s- come doesn't leak in. And, okay. and then and the south end is the national park, Cape Canaveral. Do Fnavra they call national. Daytona Beach the crap? Uh, I, that, I do. <laughs> I, I, had, I had to be. I have to be careful. Well, I don't. Well, I don't have to be no, careful. But, but I I That's I usually I so people don't think that I'm like totally, you know, yeah, so totally I, I always say new, they say New Smyrna Beach, they say where is it? I said it's right below Daytona. Yeah. And they're like um, they're like, and, I, and before they even say anything, I say, oh don't worry, it's nothing like Daytona. Yeah. Well, <laughs> everyone's kind of <laughs> nodded except Ari Leondyke who said, what's wrong with Daytona? <laughs> I got a condo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like uh, never you, mind. What are you trying to say? Better. Looks good on you. Yeah, yeah no, no yeah, no, <laughs> looks good on you though. Treadway sold <laughs> it to him apparently. But
0: you've done, you did a similar thing though with El Gallo. You you did a cross country trip.
1: We did, yeah. And that was, I mean, that was spur of the moment. But it was always an idea that I kind of had that you know that I thought that would be, generate yeah. lots of fun stuff. Yeah. Right. And so once you know, and we you guys started spo- in L.A. Right. and went to Talladega. Yeah. yeah, we were supposed to ship the car, and then the shipping. We went with the low bid, and the low bid no-showed. It's so, <laughs> so, weird. Uh, That's the reality. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I then uh, my bro's like, what do we do? What do we do? I said, we'll give them another couple of days. And he's like, well, then what? I said, well, if they don't show, we'll drive. He's like, what? I said, yeah, so you don't have a job. And I said, I don't be here for like a month. Right. Yeah. So he said, will it make it? I'm like, we'll find out. And so <laughs> we just pointed that mother east. <laughs> and, we, and it was like about a day into it, I said, this is the best decision ever. Yeah. Right.
0: I remember, you know, we, we put together a little video with that and we, yep. uh, we we went through some of the raw footage and that car oh yeah did so well going through. I mean what was it, Nashville? Um, um. Where like you stop at the like, You guys were at a coffee shop. Oh, Memphis in yeah. Memphis, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 And and like so, so you go in there and, and or your brother goes in there with a camera. Yeah. And so you drive around. Oh and yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This yeah. entire coffee shop. So his brother's getting the footage. This entire entire coffee shop literally just the entire place stops, stops and right. watches this this rooster car driving around and, the corner. And a little bit and of parking. dialogue and yeah, people are like what the yeah yeah. And he walks in.
1: And everybody just starts clapping. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the king has arrived. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Yeah. My people. Were
3: you wearing the mullet at the time?
1: No, the mullet was not installed okay. until we got to Tower. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So you go between New Smyrna and, and L.A.? Is that yeah, a that's pretty much what it's like. Why, uh, why here? Why here? Um, I bought the condo here in 98, sight unseen. It was one of the... Better accidents i've ever had done but um my teammate at the time was living in orlando he was trying to convince me to you know file for taxes here and yeah. use his address and i just said you know what that, i don't want to do that and right. so he says hey i found you a condo and so um then i said well where is it he said new samaria beach i'm like where's that he says right below daytona i'm like oh <laughs> and so then he said and then but they had a lot of money he says my mom owns the one above it i'll rent it from you i'll buy it from you when you're done i'm like sold so i literally bought it never having been here thinking it was horrible and then i and you're normally smart with your money yeah well and this (laughs) that looked like a fail safe deal um part of that didn't work out namely his promise but the place you know has has gone up in value quite a bit so um it was then i meant to sell it when my wife and I split up, and I never did, and then it kept going. So it was, l- it, was it was truly accidental uh, good nice. fortune. Right.
3: Uh, one of our Twitter followers said that
1: this is the world's capital for shark bites? Shark bites, yes. Shark bite capital of really? the world, yes. Really? Yep. It's uh, When I was thinking of selling my place, I Googled. I'm like, oh, that's great for resale. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, as I heard one of the locals explaining to some worried parents, they're like, listen, they said... There, there are some bites, especially out here where there's, you know, it's a little murky with the inlet and stuff. Mm-hmm. They said, but if sharks actually liked us, we'd have a real issue. He says right. it's, it's, it's always accidental. Doesn't yeah. help if you get bitten by one, right? <laughs> but it's, it's always accidental. And I'm so. a huge, huge
0: Shark Week fan. Not because I find the documentaries compelling in the sense that they're well made. I find them compelling in the sense that it's ridiculous how far these shows have gone. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, it is they they i mean every episode always goes into how many sharks are really out there yeah and and we for the most part get untouched
1: so yeah you think about the hundreds of thousands of miles of coastline the number of people in the water the possible encounters absolutely and and we have that many it's right it really is an irrational fear but it's you know something about it gets us yeah exactly i'd be more scared of floridians or butterflies (laughs) yeah you
0: stop that now (laughs) So I'm, f- I have am definitely afraid of butterflies. It's a, it's a little known fact. I found out that yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's never going away. Wait
1: till he goes through his metamorphosis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's afraid of blossoming.
0: You're right. <sighs> so, because th- uh, you and I both live in in Southern California, and and uh, you know, for for the the sort of automotive and, and racing side of kind of your life, where you do a lot of commentary and a lot of arrive and drive stuff. um I assume most of it happens in this part of the world, which is why you kinda need to be out here.
1: Well, it's it you would think all the you know, off season testing used to be here, Sebring and so yeah. forth. So in theory this would be a great place. The way it's worked and like this year I've hardly been here. Yeah. Just when I think I'm gonna be here for a stretch, there's like uh SEMA is in I'm going out yeah. for one yeah. day. Yeah. And uh, right. so it just seems like things kind of conspire against, uh, <laughs> you know, whenever I'm here, I need to be there. Whenever I'm there, I need to be here. So yeah. it hasn't really worked out. But the yeah. idea was, you know, if I could, you know, we this place needed, needed attention. It was a rental for a long time. It got flooded. So I said, well, let's yeah. go down there and live there. Let's fix it up. See how we like it. Stay for a year or yeah. two. Right. Actually live there so we can claim the residency uh, legitimately and so forth. And so now... My wife, it's a tough comparison because yeah. where we are in California is very nice, and so she misses that. And so I, I like California better, but I don't like yep. it that much better with sure, taxes. So sure. there's a little bit of a standoff going on right now, and yeah. so uh, we'll see how that's going to sort out.
3: <laughs> Who is the uh, teammate that wanted you to commit tax fraud? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you a of that way. I was going to tell you. <laughs> you could, <laughs> if you go back
1: through my history, you can see which team we lived in in Orlando, but. Only technology existed. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do, what have you got going on these days? Um very little at the moment. Nice. Yes. All right. and that's a uh, good thing. It is a good thing. Okay. It's I I I'd never complain about that any longer. Yeah. This year I was supposed to drive that T A two challenger all year. Oh yeah. Oh, right, right. I right. did the last four races last year and okay. I was supposed to do it all this year. And then when, you know, the day after Petit when they killed the Viper program, my program also got sure. killed. Mm-hmm. Sure. No racing for Dodge, and so it it almost got revived because it was a sm- such a small dollar figure, yeah, and right. they were trying to piece it together, and right. and then it didn't. So, um, I mean, that stuff happens. It just so happens. I'm not sure I was ever looking forward to a program more than this particular one because uh, it was like yeah. from an enjoyment standpoint, it was absolutely perfect. The yeah, cars right. are fun. Right. It was a really good schedule. It was spread out. Right. The weekends. Are like club racing weekends. Okay. There, there is zero responsibility. To do this. Nice. Yeah, you <laughs> just so show I'm up. Like, I'm like, this is the best. This race is me, program right. Ever. <laughs> and then, and it went away. And, and you're a
0: Trans Am guy. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's sort of where you made your name, and it's gone through its its highs and lows, and so there's sort of this new era of Trans Am racing. Where does this stack up to you against sort of the, well, the golden
1: era? I mean, most people don't even know it still exists. I mean, that's right. how far it's kind of fallen. So, um, you know, it's th- when it finally died, it, it you know, for Trans Am people, it was a real bummer, you yeah. know. Um, but, uh, I mean, this is kind of a decent metaphor for some of the other series that aren't like they used to be. Yeah. Um, sometimes y- things have to die so you can kind of have a clear yeah. slate to yeah. do what you need to do i'm you know trans am didn't really radically reinvent itself but ta2 is you know the, those cars they're they're like eighty five thousand dollar rollers and so now with the the cost of everything you talk to people in racing they're like oh wow i might just buy two of those see if i like it you know yeah. it's yeah. it's <laughs> that kind of sure and so you know it's it's got a long ways to go um and it's not like what it was sure um but from an enjoyment standpoint i think there's some cool stuff going on there yeah you know my advice to them during the um, during the time And this might be A theme throughout here But uh, when, they, when they were Thinking of bringing it back They were polling A lot of people And asking what they thought And yeah. I said Well you probably won't Hear this from anyone else But what I would do Is I would create Basically an unlimited series That had like two rules yeah. that And so And it would just be A total arms race Yeah, yeah. And eventually, you'd have to rein that in. Yeah. But I think but right that's now, one of the things really missing right now. Yeah. We've, and so... That's been a very We've actually theme. heard that from a lot of people <laughs> yeah. on this trip. Really? Yeah. A yeah. lot of
3: people want to go that direction. Yeah. None of which are the ones paying for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. a lot of people are like, yeah, get rid of all the crap and let's get back to it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Bill Riley was... Yeah. Was he was very Yeah. That. Jeff yeah. 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 So I, I said... He, you know, if you came to Trans Am right now, you've got these these loyal people that are mostly club racers, essentially, that are that are supporting this. And so yeah. if you came to them and said, oh, hey, we got this new formula. What I thought Trans Am should have evolved into, you know, like in 2000, I said, what you need to do is say, what, was Trans Am, what did Trans Am grow out of when it started and why did it resonate like it did? And so my advice was, I said, if I were creating that today, it would probably look like a DTM car and would probably have about the cost of a Trans Am car at the time, where you yeah. could run them full season, Double throw-down effort for a million bucks, yeah. right? And so that's that's what I and it would have more power than uh, as Dick Johnson would say about DTM cars. They don't have enough power to pull the skin off a rice pudding. what so my dad know? says, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, but so I said if you went to those the current people, they'd say, F you we we don't have the money, we, we're racing And so yeah. you can't do that. So so the the total arms race, run whatever you want. Bill Huth did this at, at Willow Springs. He basically had a super production series, and he paid two thousand bucks to win on the weekend. And, <laughs> and you had Trans Am cars, you had stock cars, you yeah, had. And this guy and says, run. "I'm going to put a sprint car motor in this," and yeah. I'm going to. And so it was kind of cool, <coughs> kind of fun. So sure. I said that would maybe get you there, yeah. to where you actually got some attention. And then once you had some attention and some some support, then you say, "Okay, here's where we're yeah, going." Yeah, now we got to right? turn it, to it down. Room, sure, right. Right. Kind of sure, yeah. sure. Kind of build your customer base up. Yep. Did <laughs> I just drink your water? Uh, probably you nice might have. I might have. It's mixed. It's Oops. probably, yeah. Uh, Arnold have... Palmer. Oh, wow. Jesus. Oh, okay. uh, yeah,
3: I'm
0: sorry. Now you've got herpes. <laughs> yeah. but can't get it twice. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, you know, it's not an easy solution to get out of, but, you know, I think BOP, and I, I, it finally hit me today, what bothers me the most about BOP. It's, a little bit is, you know, that the power level is, but what bothers me most is it kind of undermines the key thing that attracted everybody to racing, which is yeah. what makes a hero, yeah. what yeah. makes a heroic team or driver yeah. or so forth. And so now it's, you really can't tell. I mean, you yeah. can, if you look really close, you can you can see relative performance a little bit, but it's sort of undermined. And I get why it, it exists, but um, there's gotta be a better way to do it. So um, that's that's kind of where, uh, and, and again, how do we get here? Um, I'm not sure. Was it like this in your heyday? I mean, there was always – there was some – it wasn't like this. There was there was some deal, like during my, my Trans Am run, there was always people bitching about the people that this were guy fast. Cheating. Yeah. Yeah, this cheating. and guy so it, forth. Yeah. But, you know, the, when you get to rules – and NASCAR finally was smart enough to, you know, when they went to the standardized – you don't hear any talk, you know, standardized templates anymore. There's you can't bitch about yeah. that yeah. stuff. And yeah. so yeah. you really – it's um, – y- in Formula One, anyone that has a no equivalency formula, basically, yeah, yeah. you get you get rid of all this This is stuff. what it is. Right. So you need to have kind of a. This is what we run. We run, you know, like in that Trans Am formula I talked about back then. Everybody had a four valve V eight from Infinity, Lincoln, yeah. Cadillac. Yeah. Everybody had a four valve. I said you go with a five liter four valve V eight with some sort of standardized fuel injection. Yeah, and then you go. Yeah. If you're not working on the right problem, you're not going to solve it. And I think that's kind of, you know, m- one of my takeaways. You know, y- I think the cars need to be need to be faster. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, the way I always frame that is, you know, when I raced, a f- really fast street car had 350 horsepower, 400 horsepower, yeah. and the race cars had eight. And now <laughs> a really fast street car has 700, and the race cars have five. Yeah. 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 Nah, so, I you know, couldn't agree with that. So, more. you know, and again, I get why we got there to some degree, but there, there's there's a better way to do it. And you got to – and, and – one of my favorite things is the market's never wrong saying the market's never wrong yeah and th- another one is there's no right and there's no wrong with their consequences and so yeah. you know rather than say you need to d- you know you don't need to do this but if you and so the I think in of, yeah. terms of appeal, you look at the eras that really excited people and one of the common things is the cars were outrageous outrageous and yeah. a little scary and yeah. maybe yeah. dangerous and, and, and so forth so you know it's, it's progress I guess as a as a race that one death is too many. Yeah. You know, but you can't have it both ways. You can't have something where people go, "Oh my god, those guys are unbelievable," right. and I would never do that. Right. I think a, l- a lot of the fans in racing today say, "I could do that." Sure. Yeah. And well, I mean, they couldn't per se. Right. But they think they could, which right. is what like when I went to <coughs> Indy and I was trying to get to Indy. Yeah. A- in the worst way, and I sat in the stands for the first time and I'm sa- I'm thinking in, in my head, I'm like, "I don't know if I want to do that." Yeah. Yeah. And right. then I'm like, but I really want to do that, yeah. and you know, and so Fontana for me two years yeah. ago, same yeah. thing. I was like, wow. Well, I mean, to be blunt, you're a perfect example.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, to this day, you you still have recurring injuries from something that happened what 24 years ago, mm-hmm. and you got right back in that car when as soon as you were ready. Mm-hmm. And 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 I assume that's a perfect example of like we we at that that was an era where, where GTP cars were considered in sort of their heyday. Yeah. And and you got right back in
1: and, and no one was bitching about that we had to do this or that. Yeah. So yeah. you know, we're not gonna solve it here but until you're focused on the right things. Um and, and again, you're so close to it and whether you're Scott Atherton or you're, you know, the head of, of uh IndyCar or whatever, you know, you're kinda you're so in, it's so in close, and yeah. you got a hundred things that you got to deal with. Right. Yeah. That you lose, you lose <coughs> sight of the big picture. And so, right. um, you know, but has,
0: do you think the landscape has changed in the sense that there's now more voices than there ever were, and that's kind of muddying up what the message should be? To so a guy be. like a yeah. guy like Scott Atherton, now there's forums and social media
1: and seventeen layers of management, and that may not have existed twenty years ago. Maybe I mean it's 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 good information, but you got to be able to separate signal from the noise, you know. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's one of the things that I've always liked about Bernie is Bernie. Um, doesn't – you really can't – it's hard, but you really can't be that concerned. And, yeah. you know, you can be oblivious and not concerned, Right. you know, like some people are. But you, you, what you need is the right mix of someone that really gets it and really doesn't care that much. Yeah. And so <laughs> – <laughs> I like that.
0: <laughs> you you put out a key expression there that, that Bernie gets it. This has been kind of a theme for us is uh, is who we think gets it in this sport.
1: Um, you know, there's, there's guys that uh, – you know i on the i discovered not discovered but i was first made aware of mike Skeen. yeah you know and yeah. he's a guy that it's funny um especially with this pursuit of these sneaky silvers right, right. you know I, why he's not in a car yeah, consistently yeah. at daytona and so <laughs> forth he's one uh cameron lawrence who's you yep. know obviously coming on the radar pretty yep. strong uh you know one that gets in a different way and he's not not undiscovered but like you were just with him i guess yesterday but jordan taylor yeah, yeah. i mean he he cracks me up that dude is a total (laughs) trip yeah and you know i guess that god thank god he drives for his dad yeah because you know in politics people talk about political political correctness ruining this that you know political correctness if people want to know where it came from it came from racing because (laughs) i mean it's just and everybody says we want more personality we want more personality and they don't Go back and track what happened to guys with personality. Yeah, is they're, they're unemployable to a lot of people. Yeah, and right. So people learn pretty quick. Like Bill Auburn a great example. Bill Auburn is an absolute nut job. Right. Yeah. Away from the track. Sure. Right. With I mean thousands the, of horsepower the, the, boats, and the, boats yeah. and the this and the and, the, and his bike. And, I mean he and but he's almost like a a caricature when you interview him for yeah. a race. Yeah. 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 And he's plugging this and he's plugging that and he's plugging. I get it, but. And, and so it's easy to say that until you go in and dismantle some of the apparatus that yeah. makes it that way, which is a, which is a long, ch- but again, if you're not focused on the right problem, you're not going to fix it. So right. every new uh, management group at IndyCar comes in, we really need to make these guys stars and we need to bring out their personalities. Yeah, yep, yep. Well, <coughs> you, you want the same result keep doing the same stuff. Yeah. And so right. You know, they're <laughs> right in terms of what they're saying, but they don't have the first idea. How well, to fix I it.
0: mean, we deal with this on the client side of our business with, with marketing. People are like, okay, I want to be edgy. I want to do something fun. And are like, cool, all right, here's an idea. Oh. No, we can't do no, that. No, we can't do that. Yeah. And like, well, then you, you got to claim what you're doing. Yeah, we we we've
3: say. had guests on this show already this year that are like, okay, I want to be edgy. I want people to know. How I am, and then it's the same person that we
1: see yeah. on TV or, or yeah. you know, read about, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. well when yeah. you say who gets it, when I saw that on the, you know, the potential, you know, topics, I actually, not to blow uh, air up your skirt, but. Media Barons, and oh, you, you, you had to create a different company. We, because that's why we You asked had to firewall the screwball No, that's 100% true. Yeah. I,
0: people don't know that. Yeah, we have a separate company called Entente with, yeah. with Adam Saul and Jill Beck, and, and for just that reason, so we yeah. can have sort of our clean company and, yeah. Yeah. and
1: thing. yeah. So, so you know, <laughs> you're you know the uh, the Magnus press releases are some of the few ones that I read. Cool. Uh, the thank 24 you. Hours of Lemons press releases yeah, are some, those are guys some, do a some great of the job. other few ones that I read. Um and so, I mean, I try, like, when I'm getting ready to commentate, I have to read the other ones. It's sure. just like, you know,
3: chewing on the end of a gun. Sean <laughs> and I have talked about yeah. this a lot, that some press releases, it's like they just changed the name of the track and the date yeah. and yeah. hit send again. Well, sending we literally did that so would, on a Max
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 and what, my favorite thing is, like, we literally, it was like, a, it was like a November test report. It's like, what the hell are you going to talk about yeah. in a November right. test report? So we literally just scanned... A template of release and just filled in the blanks and we put that out. <laughs> yeah. But my, my favorite memory of that wasn't that we did that, but we had a couple of people reply going, just so you know. You messed up. It looks like <laughs> it's a template <laughs> yeah. and you p- just filled it in. Like I'm not sure, maybe your PR guy should know that. Like it looks like he left right. it as it was. Yeah. Like, all right. Sean <laughs> was helping before. me with
3: some of my PR stuff back, I think it was like two thousand ten or Years something. Ago, yeah. And and we had a race where it was like just we started seventh and finished seventh. And so Sean's like, what do you want to put out on this one? Because I'd been writing the columns or whatever and sending them to him and he would put it together. And I was like, I just wanted to say, I finished seventh. And that's it. And so you like so click on the thing and it just in giant bold letters like, we finished seventh. And I got emails <laughs> from people who are like, hey, only one of the lines came through. <laughs> like it didn't, they didn't print it all the way. I'm that's like, all oh, that's, that's, just, that's <laughs> all I was supposed to say. But thanks for reading it. <laughs> it's like nothing to talk about. You
1: know, and Ber- Bernie is sort of my my hero of guys that get it Bi- yeah. uh, bill france jr was was one of these guys and bill france jr was kind of the perfect you know archetype where he, he really did he was in the garage area. he talked yeah. to a lot of people but he never made them he never got it confused that you're in you're actually in charge so it wasn't yeah. the tail wasn't going to wag the dog but i actually do want to know what everyone's thinking yeah and, and then i'm going to make this call so okay. and bernie i think Bernie just has sort of an innate, I think, gut. I think with Bernie, it's a lot of it just gut. Yeah. Um, he really knows what, and then he also has an incredible sense, at, at whether it's poker or, yeah. or whatever, he's just three steps ahead of everyone. Yeah, right. you know, I guarantee you, every time he sold his company, he knew mm-hmm. he was going to be able to buy it back cheaper uh, several years later. <laughs> and so as he was doing it, he's like, you are an idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as he's shaking the guy's head. <laughs> <hand. laughs>
0: But I look at a guy like you who's, who's managed to, to, to sort of make this whole thing work, and, and you and I had lunch years ago, and you threw out a philosophy that I had never heard and have absolutely not adapted whatsoever, but I was like, that's freaking awesome that you would do that. Um, you said when you were younger you used to work all the time, try to make all the money you could, and then you sort of hit a point where you're like, okay, this is what I need to do to sort of make things work for a year, and I want to work as few days as possible to get there. And I was like, I've literally never heard anybody say that, and that's amazing. Um, so, so how do you make things work right now for yourself? Because you're sort of you're out of the car, you're only broadcasting every now and then.
1: Well, I mean, w- I mean, that everybody says they want to slow down or they want to focus on the things that are important or this. Right. That, right. right. No, I've never, <laughs> never. said. <that>. <laughs> <laughs> never happens. And so, you know, part of it was that. I mean, I, I, when I stopped racing, I was, I was cooked. You know, yeah. I was fried. So, um, and so part of the the, the recovery there and, and just. What what do I want to do? And yeah. so I kind of said, "Listen, I only want to work for people that I like, doing stuff that I that I enjoy." Um, and now that's a decent. If you're really committed, to that, that's a decent recipe for not working. Sure. Yeah. And so <laughs> I know, uh, especially in this biz. <laughs> but but then I the other part of it was kind of just econ supply and demand. Literally, yeah. you know, I, I, I it was exactly that. I said, "What do I need?" per year kind of. And I said, I want to try to make that as few days as possible. And so, you know, if, if you're way over that, it was 75 days was what what my target was. And so I said, you know, if you're, if you're way over that, you're not charging enough money. And if you're below that, you're charging too much money. Um, so more or less. And so, you know, I, I kind of just said, I'm going to, I'm going to do this now this year. I worked about, uh, you know, 20 days so um <laughs> <laughs> so i guess i'm charging too much money roughing it man um, yeah. but <laughs> you know, it was uh it, this year the blessing was it, it allowed me to get caught up on all this stuff and, and yeah. that was kind of like as tv sort of eroded in you know uh when I was doing the IndyCar stuff, people were making a good amount of money, they were yeah. making less, and they're less, less. And so everybody used to just say, I'm not working for that. Yeah. And then when it came time, you find out everybody except you, so everybody said it, and you were the only one that actually meant it. Yeah, right? Right. And so, But I just said, I'd rather, I know I'd rather be at home than bitch, they're bitching that I'm only making whatever this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, and, you know, money's not the only thing, but th- that is, you know, you compare it, there's a, you know, opportunity cost is a economic term where it's, yep. It's not just dollar, but what is this costing me in, in terms of what I'm not able to do? Yep. And it's, so it's a huge problem for us. So I get that. Yeah. yeah. And so, so I, I just said so this year it's allowed me, I've gotten some of my vintage cars, uh, my old race cars that have been socked away for 25 years yeah. out, and they're back uh, with Dan Banks in Michigan. Oh, cool. And nice. So getting some of those ready. Now, the fact that it takes money to run them and yeah. I'm not getting. I'm not working right now. So that's uh that you know, if I'm gonna do any racing then I might have to bump up uh the, the to hundred days kind of thing <laughs> or, or make that work. But I just a tough life. I, I ever since I stopped racing, I literally haven't pursued any work. Yeah. And so all the stuff that's come along, which has been a lot of good stuff, yeah. has been serendipitous, and yeah. so, um, and that's worked pretty well. You yeah. know, uh, I might have to, I might have to go back to, I might have to tweak it a little bit, do a little more meditating or something, because it's <laughs> not, you know, 20 days is not enough to pay the bills. Fortunately, you know, I've got some money in the bank, and so I can't. I always tell people, I said, I can't not work forever, but yeah. I can, I cannot not work for a little while, and I can, I can be a and little bit right. choosy and so forth. And, and so, um, now if I'd kept living the way I was living when I was racing. I couldn't. I, you know. That's what chains a lot of us to th- what we have to do. You get yeah. all these obligations. I remember a CEO of AOL during the go-go days of AOL saying, he says, when one of my guys buys an airplane or a big house, he says, I smile because I know that guy's not quitting anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. You so know how that is. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, with the
0: jet that we had to get out here. Right, so, right. Yeah, Millions of yeah, dollars. Exactly. It's a lot of monster <laughs> that I have to buy. Sarah so. Fisher has a Ferrari we learned. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. she does
2: not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <She's> <laughs> like all the like, her sponsors are like, "Is your Ferrari in the garage?" Yeah. She's like, "I don't have a Ferrari. Nope. We have an indie car." Yeah. yeah.
0: So, how are you making it work right now? So, you do a little bit of broadcast, you do a lot in stock market and and
1: that sort of thing. Yeah, um, that's what I, I I really enjoy the investment stuff. Yeah. And so now, certain years, uh, like this year, has been a choppy year. So I've yeah. been out of the market almost all year. So, yeah. um, so that helps. I mean, I do I do some commentating for the long races for Fox I you know my test drive show that's been going for 12 years that's slowed to almost a trickle yeah there's some changes going on where there. is that on right and now it's still it's on Fox sports it One. still is on Fox sports yeah so you know there's always people pitching stuff and say hey what do you think about this and yeah. so there is some TV stuff in the works um, I do I have some you know some rental property um, real estate um, which you know is it's in California so yeah. it's been you know good to me in terms of uh, money or net worth, so right. to speak. But he, again, you uh, can't pay the bills with, uh, with equity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, actually you can, I guess. But, um, so a little bit, all this stuff allows me to kind of, you know, be a little more flexible. And so if you have a, couple years where you're not working like this this is is new i mean i've always it's always been i've been trying to rein it in and get under the 75 days yeah this you know with that race program going away and so forth that's kind of you know created a a bit of a a void this year yeah and at the start of the year i I had i didn't have a single thing going i said you know 80 percent of me hopes it stays this way all year yeah because i said i've I've got all this stuff that i want to get caught up on yeah and it'll never happen unless and so you know the middle of my year got kind of busy you know with uh through the middle of the summer and and so forth so it was about right um so you know the the investment stuff is what i like the best and if i if it were up to me um i would cash in all my chips on the real estate and all that stuff and just be really liquid um because real estate you can't make money on the short side yeah you can only make it going long right and so uh i think we're 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 gonna have another pretty bumpy period. It might be a really bumpy yep. period yep. relatively soon, and I'd I'd like to be able to where we're at. Yeah. I, I'd like to be able to make some money on the short side rather yeah, than yeah, just right. you know grit your teeth and say ah yeah yeah, yeah. and and hang on. So yeah. um, so anyways, that's uh, I'm fortunate. And then if you if also if you sort of edit it down to where you don't you know don't need all the, the bells and whistles. Yeah. you really don't need much to live on, and yeah. so you know, I'm lucky in that regard. Good so advice
3: though for young drivers. You know, or people in the sport, like you know, think long term, because, yep. like you said, if you lived the way you lived when you're in the heyday, yeah, it'd
1: be pretty pricey, right? Yeah, no, it's uh, and that's you know, fortunately, I was always one that totally stretched for the house, yeah, and it was in good neighborhoods, yeah. And so, yeah. so that can can work out, but it can also not work out, sure. you know, depending on how the timing. I mean, one of my, I mean, if apart from young drivers, the one thing that would transform people's lives in this country, period is money in the bank. And yeah. and so, you know, someone explained to me there's only two ways to make money. Capital and labor. And if you've got no capital, no money in the bank, right. it's all labor. Yep. You can never stop working. Yeah. So Weird. Can't relate. <laughs> the so, you know, Rickman. it's easier said than done, but I yeah. I always use you know, Korean immigrants and M- Vietnamese immigrants. I pay a lot of as attention this. to them. I, I know you do. <laughs> but if you think about it, people says, well, how do you save money? You can't save money. I'm not saying it's easy to save money. Yeah. But these people come here. They don't speak the language. They don't have two nickels to rub together. And 20 years later, they own two apartment buildings, this, right. that and the other. Yeah. So I don't know how they're doing it. I know it's not easy, but I know it's possible. Yeah. And so, you know, you know, the, the ultimate luxury really is, is some money in the bank. And so everyone likes the nice stuff. But, you know, there, there's kind of a balance there. And if, and if you save for a while, then it starts snowballing, and then, then you can't spend it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. Um, so
0: you're married now. Yes. So back to marriage, or whatever it is. Yes. Um, but uh, uh, when, I don't know if we should even make this public, but a few years ago, I had the pleasure of driving El Gallo Grande. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if we want people knowing other people have driven. Sean's it. Sean's afraid that you're going to now like get hit up. Like to drive 17 of your friends, like <laughs> I want to drive it. It's like I don't know if that should be out there. But um, there was something I was not prepared for driving that, which was you you have it, basically the keys are located at a hotel in the San in Santa Monica area, yeah. and you park it a couple blocks away. Yeah. And the walk from parking it to taking the key back, there were no less than three different women that came up to talk to me about that car. Yeah. I had no idea the car had that kind of influence. Yeah, is no, that, it's, yeah. that
1: car is it's total rock star. I mean, yeah. The car <laughs> is total rock star, um, and and his fame has surpassed mine by by a long stretch. <laughs> and uh, was he in a Target commercial? I was in a Target commercial. Yeah. Was in an LA Times commercial. A McDonald's commercial. Yeah, I saw the McDonald's commercial. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, he is he is he is the ultimate badass. Yeah. I, mean, the I just charisma, didn't realize with, yeah. with
0: the with the ladies that that car worked as well as it did. Well, it's
1: you an know. icebreaker. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. kidding. I mean, you're a good-looking guy. Oh yeah, so right. They just need so. the in. They're so yeah. nervous. Yeah,
0: well, with an intimidating guy like me. Exactly. So. Apparently,
1: sometimes size does matter. <laughs> 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 Quote of the show. This is the theme. I, I can I, actually, along those lines, this this isn't about the uh, the the, f- the power of the female uh, no. with the females, but the, the probably the best uh, El Gallo evening. It was multiple stories, and this is kind of what happens every time you take it out. At first, it used to blow me away. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. Now, I know it's going to happen. And now it's just, right. now it's just wh- where, is it, where is it coming from? <laughs> and so um, my brother just picked it up last night. He's taking okay. his, his girls out for Halloween. Ah, <laughs> and well, what's we'll so, in our car for that? Yeah. And he's like, this thing is... I was simply the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I was a buddy of mine was dating this girl, and he says, "Hey, I want to take my new girl to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles." Oh in, yeah. In, you know, Gallo. And yeah. so and I said, "Okay, let's figure out a date and so forth." And so yeah. I went. He lived, was living up in Sunset Plaza, um, and so I picked he and his girl up, and we go to Chick Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And this was the one. Which that was, one is this? The one on Gower.
0: Oh, one of, that's in, that's in the good part of town. Yeah. Copy. Oh yeah. yeah I was gonna that's say that where it should be. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And so so we go there, and we pulled up right out front. Yeah. And, <laughs> and and had the the clock going. Yep. And, and yeah, there is a, st- a speaker sound system where it's playing. Yeah. Exactly. And so in, inside they were dying. So we, we roll into this place. We're, we're the only white folks in this place. Yeah. And and the the, the, the hostess was just she was almost suffocating. She was <laughs> right. laughing so hard. <laughs> right. And she's like, you got to come back for you know um, on these days because the mader d on that day pop a cap. I said, Pop. They said, Pop. Yeah. Cap. And she was saying it so fast, I didn't know what she was saying. She Thank said, you. Yeah, Appreciate Papa it. Cap got to see that. <laughs> <laughs> and so that his name was Pop, Papa Cap. And okay. so, um, so, so, so we. So first it was Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, but on the way back we're, um, Thank we're you. driving down Sunset, and there's, uh, you know, and when you're in it for a while, after a while you forget you're in the car. Right? Yeah, then yeah. You yeah. start talking this, right. that, yeah. and the other, and there are these two girls on this Harley. <laughs> that are that were you know kind of next to a stop by stop by and we're like whatever look at those two chicks on a Harley but uh, it was a sportster. And then uh, <laughs> and then finally the guy I'm with goes, Those aren't chicks, that's Marilyn Manson. And we look next door and Marilyn Manson has given us the total yes. thumbs up. So he's like, that is freaking badass. Yes. And I'm like he knows. <laughs> he gets it. He yeah. gets it. So then I drop these guys off. I'm coming and then now I'm driving home. And The best part of driving that car is when you're by yourself. It's a little bit, you know, it's 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 a good test because you got to really you got to man up when you're by yourself. Because people think you're just a total nut job. Yeah, and you are arguably. Eh. And so, so I'm driving. It's sunset. It's about midnight. It's gridlock. It's Friday or Saturday (laughs) night. I'm in gridlock, and then so, and so I start. I forget. I'm driving. I'm driving along. I'm in traffic. I'm waiting. And These three dudes pull up next to me in this, you know, jacked up Bronco, musclehead dudes. And so the the guy goes, "Uh, "I don't get it." (laughs) speaking of (laughs) who gets it right Right. so um and so i just kind of shrugged and gave him a well you know and uh and then go along and then we're next to him again and he's like hey i might look over he's like i don't get it (laughs) so i'm like well yeah what are we gonna do continue and so but he just won't let it go and his buddies are yucking it up whatever so we get a little further and then he one more time he's like hey I'm like, yeah? He goes, I don't get it. You selling something? I said, yeah, cock. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> and he just eyes forward. <laughs> right. Like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you win. <laughs> uh, what iteration are we in now? Is this the second, That's third? A 2.0. Okay, it's 2.0. Uh, Yeah, 2.0. 2.0. 2.0. <laughs> the original got got... Uh, rear-ended, yeah, park right, uh, parked on the street, right. and and totaled, and uh, so my brother found. I like that it's an Oldsmobile. Everyone yeah. think a lot of people think it's a Cadillac, but right. I like that it's an Olds. It, it, before even Olds went out of business, because yeah. it was oddball, and now that Olds is out of business, the matter. Right. So, right. um, yeah. So he's uh, he's been. he he li- lives on the street, you know, and yep. now he's, right. he's living at that hotel. Yeah. Um, like, he would just – you'd park him on the sidewalk. or against, yeah, yeah. No issues. Wow. Yeah. No, I mean, it's funny because everyone's – like, on Halloween, you would get egged, and I'm like – Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm like, that's actually cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and so – but I mean, I mean, we could we could do we could go on and on. One yeah. one day, I came out of my apartment. They eventually renamed the apartment building I was living in after the car. Really? Um, yeah. It, at first, kidding. the people bought yeah. the building. They didn't like it. Some tenants were moving in, and they're like, and they're like what is Hey, it, what's the deal with the car?" They're like, "Oh, don't worry, it won't be there long." And they're like, "Whoa, well, whoa, whoa! What do you mean?" They said the only reason we're moving in here right. is because of that car. They're like, "You like it?" They're like, "The only reason we're moving in here is because of that car." <laughs> and so the, pe- the the landlords did a total did a total one eighty, yeah. and they. Uh, and so they renamed it uh, right. El Gallo Cubano. They had a thing. They have a thing just about the Cuba. Thing. And so, but one day <laughs> I come out, and uh, and so, and there's this car in the driveway. And you know how when you're someplace you're not supposed to be, you think everybody knows you're not supposed to be there. Yeah. Right, I didn't right. even notice. There's a car, and all this. They rolls the window down, and the lady goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll, I'm going to move in a 2nd I'm like, "No, knock yourself out." They said, my, "My my kid just says we got to come. We come look at the car every day. We have to come see the car every day." <laughs> and so, and I said, "Knock yourself out. You know, climb on it, take pictures, whatever. Yeah. It's to be enjoyed." Who was it? Helen Hunt. No, no way. Kidding. Yeah, Helen Hunt. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> so the, the appeal is universal. Mm-hmm. Do, uh, uh,
0: we could talk about this car all day, and, and we won't. But I'm uh, uh, that. <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting his on. <laughs> yeah. Good, yeah, I we'll, love, we'll, we'll let, let you eat. Car. But but does it? It's not a chicken, no. and you all, and it's the, the most commonly thing is the, the chicken car. Is that no. that's got to get old after a while?
1: Yeah, you know, it bothers him more than me. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I like it. yeah, people. People say, oh, I'm going to fry that thing up. I said, I'll, I'll warn you, good luck. <laughs> That's the baddest mother in this whole town. <laughs> Total change of gears,
0: but something I was thinking about when I was pissing uh, yeah. is um, we haven't had a uh, we had a couple of NASCAR folks lined up um, for different reasons that it didn't work out this year. Um, so we haven't had a lot of NASCAR presence. And I think people forget that there was a time where you were one of those road course ringer guys and you did run you know, a handful of races that didn't quite work out. Um. Why would <coughs> you, you laugh? What and could <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Well, like I remember, for yeah. example, uh, you and I went to, uh, we we were both at a late model test for our buddy Oriole, yeah. uh, who was kind of taking a test at, at Stock Car Stuff, and you, you were telling the stories of how you tried to qualify for a bunch of oval races, and it was really tough getting up to speed that quickly in, in, that, yeah. in that category. How do you think NASCAR has changed over the years?
1: Wow. Um, I mean, it's, the biggest area and i i I just heard someone talk about this i think it was maybe mark martin i mean one of the big things is what it takes to be a winning driver and this has probably happened in other types but it's probably most dramatic in nascar uh when i was doing that there was no such thing as an engineer really in racing hardly but um but especially well there were some in the gtp and 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 we had doug Louth at roush he was a intern when he was in college, and then we got out, we hired him, and he is now the head of engineering for Pratt and Miller. Yeah, um, there you and go. oversees seventy engineers, but yeah. um, or more than that, maybe. But but so but back in the day, what used to be make you a cup a winner in cup was was basically more as much crew chief as it was a driver. Yeah, and you talk to any of the guys that won consistently, Mark, Rusty, uh, Dale Senior for sure. Um, it was uh, you know they could tell you. Set up really in depth, yeah. and so and, and, and like when I ran iROC, I could run. I would at the start of every iROC race from practice, I would be the fastest guy in practice. Yeah. I'd get there a week early and I'd run. And those cars were enough different that and, and the Cup guys would do two laps because yeah. they had because they wouldn't let them start the race without oh, doing they two they lap, do the laps. Middle so middle they'd point. come over and they'd do two laps, and then and so and then back you know I I'd, I'd say okay, and I'd get on pace. But what I couldn't do is I couldn't. Um, adjust in traffic, I could yeah. adjust as the fuel load changed yeah. i couldn't I, I learned to drive this way, yeah. which is what you do in road racing mostly right. Right. and so, and, so and, and just do that times ten on a five hundred mile race, yeah. night to dark, this, that and the other and so part of it was just experience in terms of how the race evolves, and part of it was how do you keep this car in the window yeah. when all that's happening and right. so that it used to, if you think about it, there were only two guys in the era kind of right before this era that Won races before they're probably their fifth year. Yeah, I mean, they're really good guys: Dale Jarrett's and the Labanis and the Burtons and all those guys really didn't start being factors until five years in. Yeah, the only two guys were Dale Senior and Jeff Gordon, and they won. They start winning their second years, yeah. yeah, and so they were truly phenomenal in that mm-hmm. regard. But almost every other guy, you had to learn what the car wanted and what the you know, how the races evolved and so yeah. forth. Now, and you saw it the first time I saw it the other way, I think was maybe with either Kyle Busch or Denny Hamlin. And you had guys that had just n- had no races. Yeah. And they'd come in and they could, and they'd, they'd be right on, they'd be on pace right yeah. away. Well, as the engineering came in, that yeah. component of what the driver used to be responsible for was now being handled by someone else. Yeah. And the cars were, it was, you know, it was more just get in and, and gas it yeah. up. Yeah. And so uh, it's, you know, I don't like to compare areas in terms of one's harder, one's, Together. Sure. They're just different, and it's 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 hard in any era to be better than everybody else. Yeah, you know, and so it. But it takes it takes different things at different times. So that's that's one way that that's changed a lot. Um, you know, I don't. I really don't like their latest tweak to the chase. I said it last year. Yeah. and I said it. You know, more recently, it's it really is coming down to kind of a coin flip. I said yeah. the championship in a lot of years is going to be a restart. The right. whole championship yeah. is going to be a restart. One. Yeah. Restart. yeah I think and so. so and that I mean I get why they did it. But the chase, I thought, was a good development. Right. Yeah. But if you look at all the years of the chase, almost every year was pretty damn uh, compelling. It went down. Yeah. And it really, yeah. and even if there was an, you know, it's just, there was just real tension. Last yeah. year, I didn't even watch the end. I just, I didn't care. It was like, because it it wasn't
0: like, it's, it's kind of like a basketball game where it really comes down to the last two
1: minutes, no matter what. Yeah. Well, and and it's just a two point break. And it really was, you know, it was, it was was almost like musical chairs. And so I just, I mean, I I wanted to care, but I didn't. And so I think they've gone too far. And what's going to happen is they're going to have a a couple, they're going to have some really unsatisfying champions. Yeah. And, you know, and I, they, they look at the other sports, and they're not appreciating what's different about this sport than any other sport. Yeah, right. And so they forget that there are, there are total dud Super Bowls. There are yeah. total dud NBA Finals. They're yeah. just, you know, you can't, there's dud. And, and golf is a great example. Golf, yeah. like the, the majors, build over four days. Yeah. And sometimes the guy's got a six-stroke lead, and he strolls up to the 18th waving. And it's it's just part of how it's just what's unique that's about just, golf. Yes, here is. So yeah, exactly. I, they're going to have to. I think they're going to have Accept to undo that. that. Um, yeah. Or they're or they they're, they're going to the 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 reason they do it is yeah. gone.
0: Well, like you said, I think I wonder if that's part of the noise, kind of confusing the yeah. message a little bit. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, this was a boring year. It's like, well, okay, let's change the entire system because. Of yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you have any run-ins with Earnhardt when because you, awesome. you guys had a bunch of <laughs> a good races on the road course.
1: Um. Do we ha- we didn't have any run-ins, and partially, partially because he was kind of involved in my. So he was he was my, actually that guy in then. my program. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I mean, I think it, this, some of this came out after he died, but he was he he worked really hard to help young guys until they. Kind of had their feet under them, and then it was like <laughs> yeah. pushing them out of the nest. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and and even when he was helping me, there was one of these. You know, you knew on the racetrack, it was like, yeah, no, you know, get no, no. And so, <laughs> but he did something for me early on. This was in 1990. I I'd, I'd done a couple races for a West Coast guy, and and done done well in that car. I got to drive a Hendrick R and D car at the Glen in '89, and I led towards the end of that race, and then you know cut a tire when I was taking the lead. Bang with Michael Waltrip, had a flat. And so forth, but kind of put me on the radar. Chevy put a deal together the next year. It was a four race Cup and one race Nationwide. It was Cup and Bush back then, or yeah. Winston and Bush. But so and Dale Senior oversaw it for oh. Chevy, yeah. and so it was Dale's, uh, Tony Urey Senior and all <laughs> those guys crewed the car, his his Nationwide team, and uh, they oversaw the car. And so, and he was checking on the car every day at the shop, and so forth, really? and and really took me under his wing. And we got to Sears for the drivers' meeting, and back then the drivers' meeting was just everyone gathered around the yeah. hauler. Yeah. And he used. By to the way,
0: not the not the mall, <laughs> Sonoma Raceway. Yeah. 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 We
1: went to Sears about yeah and refrigerators. <laughs> Sears Point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I never switched to that other name because it's gone now. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and right before this, right before, you know, I'm t- how old was I? I was twenty. Three years old, yeah, and I was doing well in my deal, but this, you know, nervous, yeah, was, out of my element, yeah. right. and uh, right before the meeting starts, Earnhardt yells my name. He says, "Kendall," and he waves and he made me come up to the very front and sit with him, on the stairs of of the hauler. Ooh. and it was almost like he was telling everyone, "Hey, he's my, my guy. He's with me." You yeah. know, yeah. and it was really subtle, and. Uh, and so I had no, I got no trouble from any of the any of the regulars, the main guys. It was the mid pack sort of yeah, s- sure. squirrels that, that I had job. some issues yeah, with. Yeah, right, yeah. so um, yeah, he was he was he was talk about badass. You know? yeah. yeah, he's the only guy that could maybe be a fair fight with El Gallo. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> She put a three on the side of it, just to, like tie it he, up. He would, yeah. he would not understand that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we were, when the when the sunglasses game started changing, you know, and Spy yeah. was coming on, and I was whatever wearing these different glasses. I showed up for the IROC race at Daytona once, and he, you know, Mister Gargoyle, yeah, he had yeah. his gargoyles <laughs> on, and we're in the picture, and he has that vice grip on like your gun, neck. He yeah. just gives you on the neck, and he's like, "Them are some f-ed up glasses, boy." <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> so you run
3: around with uh, Paul Tracy quite a bit. Did that friendship start when you were doing champ car commentary, or was that something previous from being racers? It actually
1: started, it predated that by a good bit. Uh, we met, when I first kind of got to know him, as we were both in uh, rehab, Mending Bones. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, different <laughs> like rehab. Whoa, hold yeah, on. hurt my nose. It it in Indy, when I was recovering from the GTB crash, he yeah. had just uh, broken his leg at Michigan f- in one of his early races for yeah. Penske, yeah. and so he was there. And he was, I mean, talki- just painfully shy and quiet. Yeah. And so I got to know him then, and really didn't see him a lot. Uh, I had some mutual friends, a guy from California, this funny guy I carted with, he was a total kook. Anyway, not Howie, no, uh, not Howie. It's getting Mike Bird. Yeah, Mike yeah. Bird, and uh, and so they were friends for a while and so but then when i started commentating in 98 i started you know doing uh being around him a fair amount and uh and that and there was one of those races he was married to his second wife lisa at the time and i go to the uh, team cool green hired me to host this event one night at for their hospitality and i show up and i'm doing this that, and then i go to eat afterwards and i bump into his wife who i'd never met and she looks at me she goes you're the guy who says all that mean stuff about my husband and I'm like, I said, well, it's uh, one way to look at it. Uh, <laughs> I said, I look at his. I'm the guy who talks about all the stupid shit your does, your husband does on TV. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Is what I said to her. And so I purposely sat with them. <laughs> <laughs> and just then she started saying, and then she was going off a little bit, and Paul's just sitting there kind of laughing. And then, and that's one thing about him. He's he's really able to poke fun at himself, and yeah. actually. Be pretty introspective about so some of the stupid stuff. Yeah. yeah. But so she eventually warmed up. She goes, Well, actually, I really like your style. I, you crack me up, except when you're talking about him. I'm right. like, Listen, I don't make the stuff up. I said, I like the guy. <laughs> I said, I, She goes, Well, just don't say anything more mean. That was the weekend that he got into the shoving match with Barry Green. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm like, Game <laughs> on. <off."> yeah. <laughs> yeah, PT called me once uh, and says, Hey, I mean, if you're on his call list it's 10 times a day so really? but he calls me and he goes hey go to youtube go check this out some guy did a music video with all my crashes <laughs> and i'm like okay <laughs> and so i go and he goes what do you think i said i said it's cool but i said i said that's not all your crashes if it was all your crashes it'd be a feature length movie right. <laughs> and he's like you're right <laughs> 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 it's like the wall <laughs> yeah.
3: um, uh, so
0: awesome. are you there's a handful of, uh, of drivers you seem to really Get along with, well, there's P.T., Jimmy Johnson's kind of in your little posse, uh, uh,
1: Brian Vickers. Who's the who's the character we don't know about? Who's the character you don't know about? Huh. Um, I mean, Vickers and I spend the most time together. Yeah. You know, we've become very close friends. How'd you guys get to know each other? Uh, I got to know him originally, actually, I guess it was in Vegas with, with Vassar. He okay. was out once when he was like he was like 19, sure, sure. <laughs> hanging <laughs> on to the crew, and... Uh, and and then uh, and then through Jimmy, um, I went to the Homestead finale one year and stayed with all, I stayed on Jeff Gordon's boat, and they were all staying on Rick's boat right next door. Right, and so you know, played some poker with them. And, and one thing about Brian, Brian is the most remarkable. He stays in meaningful contact with more people than anyone I've ever met. Sure. and it's not like just in a casual way. Once you meet him, and like when he comes to town, he'll a lot of the people I introduced him to in L.A he'll have dinner and stuff with them totally independent of me and and the thing is he's just he's like really curious he reads a lot he just likes being around interesting and smart people Mm -hmm. and uh and so uh i'm not great at at reaching out to people you know Uh, i mean i'm outgoing but like i'm happy just kind of doing my own thing and so i it's not that i don't want to but there's always i'm always busy with something and so he was the one that kind of cultivated. He's like, hey, I'm in town. Let's meet up. And then pretty soon, you're, you know, you're, you're, you know, really, really good friends. That's yeah. kind of how that works. And so, I mean, in terms of, <clears throat> let's see, I guess, it, it kind of ebbs and flows. Like PT, um, you know, I met him when I was in my accident, but I didn't really. And, it's, you know, you're kind of c- coming in and out of, of people's lives. Right. And so, um, and we, PT and I, we had a big falling out at one point didn't talk for a couple of years and then you know it patched up eventually and so I mean that's those are kind of the main guys I mean I, I get along I get along with almost everyone yeah. you and don't I, have to get into it what was that that was you know it was you don't have to get into it yeah it to. was kind of weird it was I, I, well, I won't get into the the nuts and bolts of it I, I think it was I think he was having a tough time as coming to grips with his career ending mm-hmm. okay. and it didn't really so this was just a few years ago yeah yeah and it doesn't it didn't end on—and and so the, the blow-up was was a stupid thing, but and he's he's kind of caustic, you know, yeah. as we've seen. And so—and I used to always just kind of, you know, I, I, it didn't affect me. And yeah. so I'd kind of hold a mirror up, and I'd blow holes in some of his rants about other people and so forth, just kind of for fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then—and and, and to try to help him out, yeah, you know, in yeah. sh- a different point of view— and then he just got really nasty with me personally about something. He took something the wrong way yeah. about a tweet I did, yeah. and I, he said, "I hope you're kidding." I'm like, "No." Right. And then it just it just devolved from there, and it turned in. So I got. I said, "Listen," I said, so it, was I, a, "It was a Twitter-based I, based drama." It was a Twitter-based drama about me kind of offering congratulations to another driver that got oh. got a deal, right? And I said, "Congratulations." Okay, and, and misread. Well, no, it just yeah. it 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 just showed where he where he was coming from, yep. and he says, "How can you say they're more deserving than me?" I said, "Go reread what? that." Yeah, and so no, I he way. was having a tough time, right, and yeah. so it, well, and so that I mean, that's a little bit TMI, but it was uh, he went through a period I think where he he kind of a lot of his good friends he just was really having a tough time, yeah. and it, and he kind of blew them all up. Yeah, I think he sort of you know, is is back with, with all of his friends kind of thing. Yeah. But it, it what changed I didn't hear from him and then the day after Dan Weldon was killed, I got a text like nothing had ever changed. And so mm-hmm. he was really hurting yeah yeah, yeah after yeah. that. Sure. And he just reached out and wow. he has a hard time saying I'm sorry. Yeah. He, yeah. You know. I could see that. And so <laughs> um and so I just you know and so we kinda of picked up where we left yeah. off.
0: I get that. Yeah. I certainly have my dark days where I, if I see somebody's like got a new job or something on Facebook, yeah. what I don't understand is why they have to write "fuck you, Heckman." Yeah, you right? Know? Why do they always write? That? I don't know I mean, why they always have like to write. People that. People don't it.
3: even know it. It's just filled with it. Yeah, yeah, Like every time I posted a picture of you, it's all these people that are like looking for money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, really yeah. strange. So it may have something yeah. to do with state
1: of mind. I get yeah. that. Yeah. So. <laughs> and th- that's one of the things about it, about PT. I, I think he's one of the most fascinating personalities Absolutely. I've ever been around. Yeah. And he's, I mean, the talent, and I. He doesn't get enough credit for it. It was really a shame that he didn't get a proper farewell. Right. Um, you know, with with weight being as important as it is, before they equalized the driver weights in IndyCar, which was, I think, 03, he'd won 19 races spotting people 50 yeah. to, uh, to 80 pounds. Yeah. And, I mean, the guy was just fearless. Yeah. Well, he wasn't really – his wife said to me once, he goes, he goes, God, I – He's. It's like he's like he's. He's totally different than when he's out of the car. he's. He's, un- he's like he doesn't. He's not afraid. I said. Oh, I said he's afraid. <laughs> I said, but he's more afraid of looking bad yeah. Yeah. than he is yeah. of dying. <laughs> <laughs> afraid of letting his ego down. <laughs> and so, and that. I mean, that's that's all of us. I mean, yeah. that's you know, why do you do something that's so dangerous? And yeah. There's 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 a bigger reason. Uh, most yeah. drivers are, are, are afraid. Uh, on some level yeah, but there sure. there's something else driving them, so right. you know um yeah but so PT is just one of the more fascinating creatures that i've created that sounds stupid one of the more fascinating people i've been around and uh and i think and that's kind of one of the things that's wrong with racing is is um you know the personality you know he learned and he wasn't able to keep it bottled up, thank God because that's why he was so yeah, compelling his, to watch yeah, yeah. um but uh you know he's he's a he's an interesting guy.
0: So who do you want to punch in the face? <laughs> <laughs> who do I want to punch <laughs> in the face? <laughs>
1: um, back when I was driving, it was it was always it was always Scott Pruitt. For, I mean, oh. for the most part. Interesting. Okay. Pruitt, um, we see this, hear the same names consistently, is what I find interesting. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. I bet
3: you, when we ask Pruitt, he's gonna be like Lally and Lally, Kendall. Kendall. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the, now the you the guys. The thing about
1: Pruitt, this was it was a different era in that there was there was no policing or blocking back then. Right.
0: Which was Trans Am transam yeah, yeah. yeah mostly transam if he had like yeah.
1: one or two year stint right back in the mid-year. yeah we only op- overlapped it was one year 94 yeah. 94, 94 Am. Yeah. and so th- i mean it was it was mixed with respect because basically there was there was no policing of, of blocking so it was always the o- if there was an if there's contact it was always the overtaking guy's fault and so um, you know, with with Pruitt, he was so subtle and so good. Sometimes in a hundred-mile race, you'd only get two runs on that guy. Yeah. You know? And so, and if and if and if you were good at it, and so and it would just you know make you crazy. Cause, yeah. Because <laughs> you know. Um. And so, I. One of the early races, it was Portland, um, and I had I had gotten into it with fellows on a, on a similar incident at the, for the win at uh, at Mid Ohio and got it taken away actually, and so. We got to Portland. The drivers man, I said, "What? I said, what? What? what, what what's the rule here? What? We, how are we going to do this? Is it? Is it? Anything goes? You know? It, can you block? Can you? I said, I personally think it's a little bit kind of like uh, politics, almost. Let me know the rules, and I'll, I'll race to the rules. Yeah. You know, I have an opinion on what the best rules are, but at the end of the day, I just need to know what the rules are. Yeah. And so back then, there, everybody was sort of. I, I won Miami. I won that one and got it taken away. And so, and there was. People were a little bit stirred up, and so they said, you, you you can't just keep running into people. I said, well, I said, I don't just, I, I, you know, obviously there's two sides to every story, but um, they said it's, it, you know, overtaking guy, responsibility. I said, 100%. They're like, yeah, if you're, you know, a guy in front can do what he wants. I said, really? Is that really what we want here? I said, they said, yeah, that's it. I said, okay. I said, I don't know if you guys have noticed. I said, I qualify up front, front row 80% of the time. I said, so if that's the rule, I'm okay with it. I don't think we should race that way, but if that's the rule, let's go. Right. And they're like, that's the rule. That race, I started, I think, second. Pruitt had a run on me on the start, squeezed him over against the pit wall. As yep. you do. As you do. Yeah. And that was the only time I did it, all race. One one little squeeze, he came up after me furious. I said, what do you think that whole talk about the driver's meeting was? <laughs> Yeah, right. And he says, well, that's different. I said, the only difference is you're behind me instead of in front of me. <laughs> And I said, that's why I asked. I said, let's get the rules. And so, and, you know, he he genuinely didn't get it. He genuinely thought it was different. So, I mean, that's the great thing about racers is it's, (laughs) we're so egocentric. It's only, you know, and so, and he was just, he goes, well, that's dangerous. I said, yeah. uh, Yeah. I said, well, my advice to you is if you're scared, get a dog. Right. So fast forward, Scott and I are good friends now. I have nice. m- mad respect for him. The thing about Scott is he was just—he was—he was a machine, and he—he he, he drives so hard. Yeah. He makes mm-hmm. very few mistakes. You—he never beat himself. You always had to beat him. Yeah. And he had that little component about how good he was with the carve, and it was yeah. subtle. Yeah. And then he—and afterwards, he'd always—he'd always just play with the innocent. He's like, I don't know what he's talking about. And you're going <laughs> cuckoo with the <laughs> yeah, official, and yeah. he's like. Those problems. I probably do that, yeah, <laughs> so
3: um you look at how long he's been racing i mean he's fifty five or something this year he's fifty five and he's yeah. got his pick of the litter on gt or d p rides for yeah, twenty four hours you can ask his guy he
1: will be i mean he will go down as the most decorated i mean the most successful sports car driver in history I mean he might not get the the overall numbers at Daytona ultimately, but I mean you look at i mean just the just excellence for and he got a late start because he was in, he didn't have any money. Bruce Jenner, Caitlin, yep. gave him his br- big break, getting him into that ride. Right. Um, Bridgestone gave him his first break into a GTU car, and then uh, Jenner and Roush uh, after that. But, I mean, he didn't get into a big car until he was 28. No. Yeah. So, um, you know. Mean, Do you guys make fun of his interviews in the booth? Um, we don't in the booth. Everyone laughs. But we I actually, in my last my last interview as a factory racer, uh, at Petit Le Mans, I, <laughs> you, said, you it. I, I said, "I, I said, I said, I gotta say hi to Scott Pruitt's family at home." <laughs>
3: <laughs> you win. <laughs> he's like in the other booth. And he's like, "Handle." <laughs> <laughs> he wins again. He's like Miami, and
1: now this. He's like keeping tabs. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he, no. My anger was, was partially fueled by, you know, was respect, yeah, and, and yeah. he was just so good. And, I mean, he's just, I mean, he's as productive away from the racetrack. I mean, he just, he, he, he promotes himself, all those tractors and forklifts and stuff, and he just builds it. He's yeah. at home, and now he's, oh, we're going to build a barn. And, and he's just, the guy is, is a machine. Okay, random topic, but
0: you may disagree with this statement, but I would argue you were a big part of what made Danica Patrick's career early on. With uh, the pro-celebrity race and all the antics
1: that came with it, most people didn't know who she was at that point. you think that's true? I think, uh, I don't know. She she thanked me at her wedding. She said, you really saw all this before anyone else did yeah. and uh, and and really helped. So I appreciate that's that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, good yeah. wedding? Good food? The wedding was good, yeah. yes. Food was good. Decent band? Yeah. Come yep. On. Good. Good. Um. So she learned for the next one. <laughs> yeah, she. Well, it was one of these things. That it was a. F- it, I mean, I was. I was one of the first guys on the bandwagon. Yeah. You know, I was the first guy who whose ego got crushed by her. Yeah. Well, because uh, you guys had a, <laughs> the
0: you know the the PR folklore. You guys had a bet, right? Yep. That that you guys were racing the pro celebrity race. She was this random you know girl out of uh, you know did the, the the Formula Ford festival in Europe and whatnot, but really wasn't a known name out here. Yep. And so she runs this pro celebrity race against the great Tommy Kendall. And so she was obviously fast in practice. So you guys made a bet that whoever lost uh, would be carried around on a leash from the other one, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, the build-ups even, I mean, this was, I mean, to set the scene, I had stopped racing after the 97 season. where yeah. I had won 11 in a row, kind of going out on top. Yeah. Dropped the Done. mic out. Yeah. And so, and then I get, I was doing the TV with yeah. Fox, and so they promoted you know to do the celebre so they called me i'm you know and i had been away from it but i was still you know everyone likes to win so first thing i asked is who's in this who are the pros and they told me and i was like okay 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 and they said danica patrick i'm like hmm said i don't really know much about her but i do know she finished second in the festival yeah and that matched the best ever finished by an american which was danny sullivan at that point yeah and now americans have won but and so in the fest so i'm like she's she's obviously you know Got some skills, legit, and so my only question is how big is she? Because I'm thinking we're in spec cars, 180 horsepower. Yep, I was, you know, I'd put on some LB. That was. I'm even bigger now, but I put it, I was about two twenty. Yeah. And so I immediately started on a hunger strike for about <laughs> for about for about four weeks. I get to the, the practice day and it's one of the cool things that Toyota does. They make even the pros, you have to go to the training. Yeah. And when you're a pro, you're like, this is stupid. Right. But it's yeah. part of why you have the chemistry with yeah, the celebs yeah, yeah. and the relationships and you know the camaraderie. And so it's really genius what they do. But so so I go there and it's Willow Springs, it was chilly. I get out there and I see there's this big land cruiser and Keith Crane is is the sort of the media celeb that year. And so I know Keith Keith. Keith's in this Land Cruiser. I said, I'm going to get it. And there's this pretty girl in the passenger seat. I'm like, it's obviously Keith's daughter. I said, I'm going to go in here. <laughs> gonna, I said, I'm going to get warmed up. I'm going to hit on Keith's daughter. I'm gonna do this. This is really get him going to this. really going. I get in the car. I introduce myself, and I get the famed Danica vice grip handshake. Yeah. Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm like, oh, because <laughs> yeah. she's tiny. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, okay, here we go. So all the way through that practice, you know, faster. First practice at Long Beach, faster, but getting closer all the way, <laughs> getting yeah, closer. Yeah, yeah, and the trend is not good. Right. And so we get to qualifying, and she, she pips me like it by a tenth. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> And so I'm thinking, part of it was just I like to have a good time. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. Um, but so part of it is, I, like, let's see if we can kind of upset the apple cart here a little bit. So, And, you know, even though that's a fun race, everyone's got their game faces on. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah, pros. I still win. And so we aren't, haven't really hung out at all. You know, everyone's kind of sizing each other up. So the drivers meeting, I said, "Hey, Danica," I said, "How about why don't we put a bet on top of this to put some real stakes in this deal?" She's like, "Okay, what do you have in mind?" I said, "Well, hmm. I said, how about the loser gets led on a leash to the IndyCar paddock tomorrow morning?" She goes, "You're on." I'm like, right. "Yeah." And so I'm in my head, I'm thinking, "I gotta you beat got to, I got to yeah. beat her yeah, to turn yeah. one. I got to beat her to turn one. If Ooh. I don't beat her to turn one, I said, I'm cooked." Yeah. And so I did not beat her to turn one, <laughs> and so. <laughs> But I actually got close to her, and she made a couple mistakes. And I actually got next to her, you know, uh, where the big uh, World Challenge crash was this year. Leaving yeah, the yeah. left-hander, yeah, heading yeah. for the right-hander. Yep. Yeah. I got up next to her on the left, and she started coming over. And I'm like, here we go. Right. One of my it favorite is. things in racing is when you can wreck somebody else and have it be their fault. And it's yeah. their fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's their <laughs> fault. Absolutely. And so she to here to she her. comes yeah. over, and I'm ready to hook her. And I left it. I let her off the hook. Aww. And to this day, I'm like... Why did I do that? And I don't <laughs> know if it was like I I hadn't raced for four years. Because I was it's, the, the, hair it's the pro celebrity race. No, I wrecked the <laughs> out of Jack Brabham for the exact same thing when I did the race in '97. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't hurt him afterwards. I'm like, oh my god, I got 70 whatever, yeah. and so <laughs> and, and and when I saw him at the dinner that night, he's like. I'm surprised it took you that long. <laughs> 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 but, but so, I don't know if it's the don't hit a girl. I don't Or was there like a voice like, this is her career? No, no. He's like, racers, you we don't sh- care about that. <laughs> I, I, think it was, I think it was don't hit a girl. Her, I think yeah, it was yeah. you, under no circumstances yeah. are you allowed to hit a girl. I think it was that. I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. so, anyways, I let her off, and I never got another another shot. She wins. So we go to the banquet. Now we start. You know, everyone's yeah, you know having a thing. good time. Right, We're right. chit chatting. We're <clears> everyone's having fun. So then the next day we show up for the thing, and she's like, uh, she's like, you don't have to do this. She goes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to humiliate you. you know, I, It's funny and all, but you don't have to do this. Right. I said, oh, no. No, no, no. Because you would have done it to her. I, well, that's oh, exactly yeah. what I said. I oh, said, yeah. uh, deal's a deal. And if you lost, you would be doing this in a Catwoman suit. I had a Catwoman. <laughs> I had this killer Catwoman suit for her to do it in. And so <laughs> I did it. And I you know, I, I knew it would be good for her. I knew Absolutely. it would be good yeah. for me or yeah. whatever, per se. Yeah. Um, so. And the rest is history. And now she's a sprint coach. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and so, actually, there's a, there's some <laughs> other Danica else. things that I, you know, I, I introduced her at Cleveland. I think it was that year. She signed with Rahal not that long after that. I think she did Barber, Dodge the first. She's in Barber Dodge that year. Yeah. 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 And so, I um I wanted to introduce her to Tiger Woods' agent. Yeah. Mark Steinberg. And uh and so he was going to be there. IMG was based in Cleveland. And so, and I wanted her to go with a non. Racing, it might have been a little, because she asked me if I would be her manager, and I said, no. I said, you know, you need someone that thinks about, that business, uh, that's doing yeah. this. Well, if, if I was willing to do nothing but think about that, yeah. I could have done, done a good job for her. But, um, but I said, you need someone that is only thinking about you but i said i would go with a non-racing manager yeah. kind of big pop Agreed. you know and so so i thought of, of, of mark who i knew and so i introduced and so and i was i told mark i said listen danica is going to be a transcendent athlete yeah she's going to be she's way bigger than this deal and she's going to be a huge breakout star and so i introduced him and neither of them got it nothing ever happened, oh. <laughs> and so <laughs> they didn't do anything he's kicking himself now well, I saw him at my brother's wedding, and he goes, "I know, i know <laughs> i know and he and they ended up get, she signed with them uh, oh, really? about later five on. years ago uh, about, okay. about five years ago yeah. Yeah. and so um but so th- so that was that was one thing, and I just you know i I just thought that she i I knew she had uh had a shot right. at uh at kind of going and so you know part of it was the thing that she gets heat for is she's you know, she, like a lot of females and I get a lot of them are, and a lot of racers you're shooting for respectability she had no interest in respectability she wanted to win yeah. and so you know and people you know one of the big knocks against her she gets all this publicity she gets, I said that's not her fault yeah. and a, and she really hasn't cultivated it that much her sponsors have but I said she wants to win yeah. and I said and that's the one thing that actually might make her be able to and she, you know yeah. she won an IndyCar car race bef- uh, after they equalized the weight yep. Actually, so anyways, um, yeah. yeah. So I was a big fan, and uh, yeah, I'm also, I'm also, I, I shoot it straight. I'm also a critic, you yeah. know, about certain aspects. Yeah, uh, I believe so you. Forth.
0: You labeled her as a Princess Sparkle
1: horse. Princess Sparkle pony. Yeah, yeah sparkle, sparkle pony. Party, that's right. <laughs> yeah, <like> that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, like I used to tell her, I said, Danica, why don't you smile? I said, yeah. you are so, you got a beautiful smile. I said, I said, why don't you smile? She goes, she goes, it's not intimidating. And I said to her, I said, I said. I got news for you, hon. I said you're five six. I, exactly, yeah, yeah. you're five two. <laughs> right. Yeah. And right. I said you can you can give me the meanest stare you want, and I'm and not you're intimidated. Laugh. I yeah. said if if you get out of the car and you're two tenths faster than me and you're twi- tw- twisting your ponytails and giggling, yeah. I'm going to be totally I would be so scared. Yeah. And so, you know, thankfully she 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 smiles now, and yeah. she's you know she's having a I think you know obviously maturity. She's figured yeah. some of that out, but she's she's an intense intense competitor. You know.
0: We sat down with both Catherine Legge and Sarah Fisher, who are kind of women who never went down the FHM photo spread route, things like that. It's obviously worked for Danica. Where do you stand on that kind of stuff when we start seeing more and more female drivers come to the sport in summer posing selfies of
1: themselves and bikini pics and the whole thing? Well, I mean, Danica actually regretted that right afterwards, which, and I think... It, you know, it's one of the better things that ever happened to her, sure, career-wise. Sure. So, um, you know, I, it's it's kind of again, the market's never wrong. Back to my right. adage, you know, it's it's to each their own. Yeah. But you know, uh, you know, sex sells. You know, yeah. guys like hot chicks, and guys are the most of the fans of racing. Yeah. So, you know, y- you know, y- y- there th- again, there's no right and there's no wrong, but there are consequences. One, yeah. one of the consequences of that is you're gonna if you, if you go that road, you're probably gonna get a depending on how it's done if it's done well and and, and you've got the ability it's going to help your career yeah. and you're going to get tons of shit for it right? yeah exactly so <laughs> you know so it's it's yeah. you can't have it both ways you can't have everyone look up to you universally and say oh my gosh she's a great role model you know some people will always say she you know if you do that you're cheap you're sleazy you're this you know right, right. a little bit of All slut shaming i guess the whole yeah. thing which is bullshit. um right. so meow, meow.
0: Hey, everyone, it's Sean here. It may sound like that is the end of the episode. It is, in fact, not. That's why the ending came a little bit abrupt. Uh, our interview with Tommy was one of the more extended ones, so we decided to break this up into two episodes just to give you a little bit of an intermission. So uh, we're going to end this one here. We're going to play you out with a Return of the Blue Hours, uh, which features Teresa Calpatura, who if you're not familiar with her, uh, she was also a big part of the Magnus Racing Rediscover Sports Car video. Um, So anyway, so we will come right back with part two of Tommy Kendall. Enjoy.